Hello, welcome back to Most Rhetorical. I'm your host, Dusty Croissant. <laughs> That's already the name of the podcast. It's already happened. I just slept for 11 hours, so I don't, I don't really know what's going on anymore. I couldn't sleep um, the other night for some reason. I was just, just turning. I was honestly just really happy. Like I, was, I think I was too pumped to actually go to sleep for the entire night. And then I pushed through yesterday and did whatever I needed to do. And I went to sleep at like 8 o'clock, 8.30 last night. And uh, yeah, I slept for fucking 11 hours. And for some reason, I don't understand. Like, why is it when you sleep more, you're more tired? That doesn't seem like the math works out on that. But I took a Benadryl just because I wanted to ensure my, ensure my sleep. And I've sort of had like mild allergies. So it just put me the heck out, man. I loved it. It was beautiful. I woke up just so gooey, though. <laughs> That's the wording I'm going to use is gooey. I woke up very gooey, but I'm pumped that it was 11 hours. Now I don't have to sleep ever again. I can stay up for as long as I like, just like a small little boy. What's happening? Um, so I got myself into a, uh, a pretty vicious cellular quagmire. <laughs> I've been saying I gotta start using the word quagmire more. I've pulled up the the uh, the definition for because it's so good. You don't hear anyone use the word quagmire, and honestly, all I thought of was that fucking Family Guy character, and I'm not a fan. You know, I'm not a fan of that guy. So I had to look up what it actually meant, and both definitions apply severely to almost every usage of quagmire that I use. <laughs> An awkward, complex, or hazardous situation. A legal quagmire. <laughs> Anything that says something quagmire makes me fucking hoot. <laughs> or the other definition is a soft, boggy area of land that gives underway. That gives away underfoot. Torrential rain turn, and turn the building into a quagmire. So both things apply to this story. So I got a call from Kudo. You know, shouts out Kudo. <laughs> and I don't know, they call me every, I feel like they call people every however many months just to be like, hey, your phone's a piece of shit now because it's an iPhone and it ran out of, uh, it was out of date four years ago or four months ago. The girl had called me last Sunday, I guess. And she, it was so casual. Like this was the most casual shit I've ever had. Like more than with like a friend a girlfriend, anyone on the phone. She was so good at talking on the fucking phone. So she was, it was like, it was like we were dating for the first time or something. That's what it felt like, the call. She's like, hey, how are you? And I was like, good. She's like, yeah, I just thought I'd call you back from last week. I was like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> so what do you, how are you thinking? <laughs> hey, don't you work for a kudo? And so... I was just pumped that this person was so relaxed, so I didn't really take it in that maybe I'm getting scammed. And none of the information came up regarding my phone. Like, she's like, do you still live in the same area? Because I said, yeah, because she said, it's like $10 a month for like a new phone, whatever. The plan just goes up $10 a month. I was like, yeah, you know what? My phone's a piece of shit. Let's do it. And so she's like, do you still live in the same area? And I was like, <laughs> no, I moved. And so I was naming all the things to her. She wasn't actually telling me any of this information, which I feel like they do occasionally. You know, they're like, are you still at this address? And they'll tell it to you or like any any of that information. So 
she asked for my driver's license number, and I was like, that that doesn't seem like that's related to anything ever regarding my phone. And I was in the middle of <laughs> saying my driver's license number, and I just fucking hung up. <laughs> because I just got like this, it's like my brain was just like, hang up, do it now, do it now. And I just hung up, and uh, <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> because she was so fucking... She was so chillin', man. I feel like if she was to scam me, she was doing it from the best chair. The most comfy chair. And she was selling that quagmire, dude. She was selling that soft, boggy spot. <laughs> Honestly, I was gonna be like, you should call me back every Sunday so we can just chop it up every Sunday. <laughs> That's how nice the conversation was with this person. <laughs> what did it feel like? It felt like when in like public school or something, when you would somehow have the person's home phone number and you'd call them and it'd just be the most nerve-wracking shit, like a girl or a boy, and you'd call them after school, even though you just saw them all day at school. I don't know how you got the number though in public school. I have this book of like my friend's uh, phone numbers from public school, I guess like their house numbers that, I don't know, I'm assuming our parents exchanged or something. But I don't know how the fuck I got those if it wasn't for the parents. That phone was, my home phone is better than the phone I have now, so I really wish that fucking scam worked out in the end. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of um, Dak Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert. Like, just a huge fan. It's so fucking good. I, I recommend it to all the people, every single one of them. And I'm realizing that when Spotify shows you recommended things to whatever songs or anything, in this case, podcasts, things that are rec or related to Dak Shepard's podcast, every single celebrity has has a podcast. Like Anna Ferris has one. I'll take the most unlikely person to, honestly, in my opinion, to show up that has a podcast. So I, feel, I figure celebrities now have an endless supply of interviews with each other because they all have podcasts. And they can go to each other's podcasts and just have a never-ending cycle of nailing it, I guess. I can't really think of any other word because it's so foolproof. Like, every single person has a podcast. Probably not even celebrities. It just seems like everyone has a podcast. And what I'm wondering is they're, like, really uh, shitty podcasts, like really racy, terrible podcasts that are, like, white supremacy podcasts. I'm assuming they are. But I'm not sure if Spotify would let that on their platform <laughs> because I, f I hope majority of people are kind of, you know, against that shit. <laughs> not for white supremacy. Like, are people sharing white supremacy podcasts between each other? Let's hope not. But anyway, they figured it out, man. Celebrities have figured it the fuck out. And I'm, I'm so proud of them. I was just listening to one with... Joseph Gordon-Levitt on Dak Shepard's podcast. And he's got a podcast, too, and they just... <laughs> I think he's JGL, you know, JGL. Wait, Joseph Gordon. Yeah, JGL uses it for a little bit more of a scientific platform, which I appreciate, but just in general. In general, man. They figured it out, and I'm proud of all of them for having even more money than they already had. <laughs> I had this weird thought the other day, and uh, I had been in this breakup recently and I'm always the guy who's really I'm, I'm the guy who's like basically good all the time like how are you I'm fucking good 
I'm always feeling amped, you know? And, like, I don't really put that away in front of people. I don't put that f- that uh, face of, like, being completely stoked. <laughs> Felt like a dad trying to say stoked for the first time there. <laughs> I don't really put that away. And so when I, I had broken up with someone, I had told people, I told my friends, not, like, immediately or anything, but, like, since, like, the times and everything, when I did get the chance to see them, I would bring it up, you know? And uh, I still pulled, I still played it off as if I was still all good and I really wasn't like I really felt like shit about it and like not it in particular but I just felt very 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 down at the time and I was just like so taken back that my friends weren't more I don't know helpful I guess or like had my back a bit more and then at the same time I was like well what am I talking about I fucking I'm always saying that I'm good and I even said it this time to all of them I was like yeah I'm all good and everything so like, why would they? Why would they j- want to like jump to be there for me all the time? Because if I'm always putting this out that I'm good, like, what's? Why would they need to do that? And so I was just thinking about that last night because I'm just trying to be a lot more open with myself and open with everyone that I love and care for, and uh, and just being open and honest with yourself and expressing how you how you feel is just such a huge relief. Because I don't know why I was really holding that in, like trying to be this like untouchable fucking, I don't know, unfazed person just didn't help at all. And once I I had opened up and uh, told my friends and family how I was actually feeling, it, it was just this huge relief because, I don't know, I, I think I was, I was seen as something or seen as someone who you could, you could talk to finally, instead of just seeing this person that's like always doing great or doing fine, even though this like shitty thing has just happened to them. So just a weird segue into this other thing <laughs> to get off of this more serious topic. That whole breakup thing was that <laughs> my, my fucking mom tried to set me out on a date like a week after my breakup. <laughs> like immediately, like no time. So she, they were at this... <laughs> They went to this wedding, my mom and dad went to this wedding, um, like two and a half hours away, I think. It might be over-exaggerating, but there was this woman there, I guess. And she was a parachute instructor that had broken her back and was sitting, just just sitting in this chair. And my mom (laughs) discreetly took a fucking picture of her without her even looking (laughs) and sent it to me. (laughs) <laughs> and she's like, you got to go out with this girl, man. <laughs> and she lives in Halliburton, which is like from where I am or my parents are. Doesn't, I don't know. It's like two and a half hours away. It's, that's too far. That's too far for me to date. Date too far for me to go. <laughs> so that's like the best thing that could have really ever come out of it. <laughs> I watched uh, I watched Kanye West on Joe Rogan. <laughs> I feel like we've been waiting for that to happen for like three years or something. Ever since people started equally hating and disliking Joe Rogan at the same amount. Whenever everyone started really, really being on either side of Joe Rogan, that's when we wanted Kanye. I still haven't even finished it because it's like three hours, but I'm going to still give him, give it the opportunity and I'm going to finish it, but he can't stay on topic. It's fucking insane, dude. It's wild and entertaining at the same time, but it's so hard to follow along because once one 
idea is kind of sprouted, three more happen in like within the same, I don't know, five, three to five minutes. It's a crazy roller coaster. And they, the best part is that they try to explain it. They, they try to deep dive into why, why he thinks like this or like how come his thoughts are so scattered. And as soon as they start, he starts to explain <laughs> why his thoughts are so crazy, he goes on other tangents and then it's completely lost again. My pal Max says it's, it, it clears up near the end, so I'm definitely going to give it the opportunity to uh, <laughs> straighten itself out. But it was. I'm excited to watch it. The thing about him being president is it's kind of surreal. I guess this is what the, the same the same way everyone felt when D Trump went for it. It just felt kind of silly, I guess, in a way. Not silly, but it just felt because he's such a successful. I don't know everything at this point. Like, why would you want to do? Why would you want to become the president? Just make another record, dude. We all want it. <laughs> I feel like because he, he has so much success, maybe it just feels like anything's possible, which is an amazing mindset, such a good mindset. But being realistic about being a presidential candidate and doing positive things for the country just doesn't seem to be a priority because he talked about how he just wants to be a leader. Like he just wants, he just wants to be a leader. And I think he already is in his own right. Like he's made hip hop such a different genre, or yeah, basically different genre. He's given the genre, I guess, new opportunities and um, tools to use to make it completely its own now, completely different. He seems to want to be a leader, but, and knows what that means for him, but not for millions and millions of people. So it's a bit of an odd situation. I'm gonna vote for him regardless. Doesn't really matter <laughs> what I'm saying here. Dude, he made college dropout. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm I'm gonna go back and listen to that as I'm voting for him. <laughs> um, I'm just getting a call right now from the uh the kudos scammer, and I'm gonna go talk to her for another while and maybe give her my SIN number. So I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm about to have a few guest spots, bonus episodes coming up. I was gonna post it today, but um they're long as fuck, so I gotta edit them. So you guys get just me today. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon.